everything from Genesis to Revelation, he's a God of miracles. He's a God that's alive. Well, if that's the same God that I serve, and that's the same God that actually lives inside of me, and that's the same God that Christ rose from the dead, the Spirit of God, that's pretty amazing. This is The Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When His love leads, a remarkable story follows. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, www.theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. You're listening to part two of Wade's story, Simple Prayer of Faith. I grew up in a Christian family. Uh, but when I was in uh, seventh grade, I had a cousin die of cancer. And uh, not too long later, when I was a freshman in college, my grandmother passed away of cancer. And I remember people telling me that the reason that my grandmother had cancer was God was trying to teach a lesson. Uh, and not too long after, I got invited to some healing meetings and these meetings were powerful, where God would show up in a powerful way. The Prince of God would come into the room, and uh, the guy on the stage would say, people in the back are being healed, people in a wheelchair, someone with a tumor, someone, and he would just start calling these things out, and he'd say, all right, now we're going to testify, and these people would come up on the stage, and they would testify. And I remember that day, after, I think it was that night, uh, after leaving that meeting, a, a friend of mine just he said, uh, you know, these people that are getting up there on the stage that are testifying, either they're lying or they're telling the truth. And he said, you have a choice to believe which, whichever. And I just decided, well, I'm just going to choose to believe. From that day forward, I've just chosen to believe. When I hear a testimony of God, I have one of those two options. Either they're just really good liars or they're telling the truth. Everything from Genesis to Revelation, he's a God of miracles. He's a God that's alive. Well, if that's the same God that I serve, and that's the same God that actually lives inside of me, and that's the same God that Christ rose from the dead, the Spirit of God, and I've had to, I've sat with the Lord, and I've said, okay, if the Spirit of God is in me that rose Christ from the dead, that's pretty amazing. And so I need to get my heart wrapped around this knowledge of, of this truth. And the only way I know that's displayed is by acting on it. And so over time, over the years, uh, it's just acting. And I remember hearing this early on in my walk with the Lord. Someone said, the more you grow in the Lord, you, the more you should become like a child, where there's this innocence of trust and the innocence of faith. And, and I think that's a sign of maturity, where those that are mature are those that are taking the greatest risk, and they're, and they're seeing the evidence of their faith of, of God showing up. And, and I've, I guess you would say, made it kind of like an inner vow, like I'm going to be childlike and I want to live by faith. I don't, I have one life to live and uh, I might as well believe God at his word. And, and so I started walking through this journey of, of really pursuing God, of praying for the sick and sharing my testimony of how God had used me. There, there's a few stories I just wanted to highlight one of the first drastic healings I saw was I was sitting in a, a Baptist church parking lot. A lady had her eyes shut for about 37 years, 
Main a buddy of mine, prayed for her eye. She, her eye popped wide open. She hadn't been able to see. And the Lord touches her so hard, she falls down in her van, starts laughing uncontrollably. We have no understanding and no comprehension of this. This lady is going to a Baptist church. As far as we know, she has no understanding of what's going on. She pops back up. She looks at us. She opens her, her eyes wide open. And she goes, I haven't been able to see in 37 years. And I believe that's why I couldn't stop laughing because it's the joy that I've been able to see again. Uh, there was a guy that was actually in prison. He was given uh, several weeks to live. Uh, I didn't even know he was in the room. I prayed a general prayer of healing that day. There was probably about 300 inmates in the room. He comes and finds me six months later. He says, that day I had a cane. I walked into that that chapel, chapel service, had a cane that day. I got back to my dormitory and realized I forgot my cane. So he said, I knew God was doing something that day. My physical strength had begun to automatically be renewed. I went to the doctor. He said, they did about five scans trying to figure out if the cancer was still in my body. He said, it's totally gone. A couple of years ago, I remember uh, I was outside uh, in a certain part of North Dallas in Denton. And it's by some of the clubs out there. And there was a young man that was coming out to party with some of his friends. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me about someone having a knot on their shoulder. Their friends said, well, our friend's actually in town this week to have his, uh, a, a tumor investigated on his shoulder. And so we go and pray for him. And in the process, we pray, and the tumor on his shoulder completely disappears. Uh, we actually have the, a friend of mine was doing a Facebook live that day and has that recorded. It's amazing to watch his response. His friends ultimately uh, ended up hanging out with us, worshiping with us, not going to the clubs, and got back in the car and went home that day. And actually, one of them went to church with us the next Sunday. I personally had a tumor the size of about a, anywhere from a softball to uh, a cantaloupe-sized tumor in my uh, leg. The tumor, uh, they ended up, it was just laying on top of a bone. They just removed it. And then there was a season where I had to learn how to walk. And I'll tell you that story along with these other ones. Is It's realizing that I could have taken a stance of, I don't know if it's God's will to heal cancer. I don't know if it's God's will to remove tumors. But it's realizing that there was an opposition and there's things that came in against me and against my family and against people in my life, realizing that that very thing that was coming up against me is the very thing I believe that God's given me breakthrough to see God heal. God's going to back his word. And if you don't see it, don't change the way you believe. God doesn't change on his word. He says you'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. And it say, he says you'll speak to the mountain, the mountain will move. And I know you may have spoken to a mountain, you've spoken to people that have cancer, and you've had loved ones died, but it doesn't change his word. And so that just means at the end of the day, i got to go back to the drawing board and say, I'm going to have to believe God at his word. And because I didn't see it doesn't mean that God changed. Just means I need to just go into this place of seeking Him and knowing His heart. And God's heart is to heal the sick, and His heart's to heal cancer. Uh, because, like I said, I personally could have. I I mean, I'm still on this journey uh, of seeing it, but I could say, well, no, no, no. God didn't heal me. God God didn't heal my grandmother. God didn't heal my cousin. But I'm telling you, people that even don't know God are trying to end cancer. We have the answer. It's through the healing power of Jesus. Jesus is a healer. Don't allow past experience to dictate who God says he is. And when you get the report that you have cancer or that cancer is in front of you, God's bigger. He's, uh, he's true to his word. The ultimate goal is to follow Jesus. 
And sometimes we get focused on the healing of why they didn't get healed or why this person got healed. But no, the goal is to follow Jesus. And if my my if my eye is single, if my my focus is single to follow Jesus, and Jesus healed every person he got his hands on. If I don't see him get healed, well, that means I'm not I'm not walking like Jesus is yet. And so that means I need to follow him. And it's not a striving thing. You don't get into a striving. You don't get into a workspace. The more I fast, the more I pray, maybe I'll see it. No, he just says simply believe. Because I can say one thing, I have a belief, but faith, it just it says in James, faith is displayed by your actions. You'll really see what you believe is by your actions on a daily basis. When you see the guy walking by that has the crutches. Though yesterday I prayed for 10 people, and as far as I know, no one got healed. But I still believe God at his word, so I'm going to pray for the guy with crutches. And so it's pressing on. Paul says, I, one thing I've, I've learned is pressing towards, towards Christ. I forget those things of the past. I think sometimes we dwell in the past, of, and, and it, it ties our hands for what God wants to use us for today. Yeah, so just as I end today's podcast, I just want to pray for those that maybe have sickness or disease or cancer or anything. I'm just going to pray a simple prayer. And one, if you do have sickness, I believe you're going to be healed. But also, those that are learning in this, uh, this will be a model for you. And so in Jesus' name, I just command every sickness and every disease to leave every person's body right now as they're listening. In Jesus' name, amen. If you did have a sickness, if you did have a disease, I just encourage you to move your arm, rotate your knee, check to see where that tumor is at, see if you have a difference. And uh, those that are listening, apply that wherever you're at. Just pray that simple prayer and uh, get the person to check it out. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share His stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.